0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And here we come to the close of another week. And the Old Trailblazer is bringing you these messages on blood redemption in the Old Testament. We look in there how the Lord saved Adam and Eve in the garden there. And Cain refused to, to, to be identified with the Lord and brought a, a sacrifice of the, of the working of his own hands. And now we're looking at Abraham how the Lord called him there out of the era of the Chaldees and began to deal with his heart. Abraham was uh, afraid. He had no heir, and he was trying to help the Lord with his servant, Eleazar. And we're looking there now how the Lord uh, set him aside and is showing him the sacrifice. So we're coming to the close of another week, and let's just take slow down just a little bit, old trailblazer, and let's get back in our study. And also I asked our folks to... Help us with the broadcast now. We come here every week, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. And uh, so we want we want you we want to hear from you folks. But let's go back and look how that Abraham Abraham believed the Lord. And then we was looking there uh, that how can a sinner who's not willing to be identified with the Lord, uh, how can he ever be saved? Brother, you've got to become identified with the Lord. So Abraham identified himself with this sacrifice. The blood of the victim was on his hands, on his clothes, and you will become willing to be identified with Christ against an angry world or go to hell. Now, my friend, I ask you plainly and kindly, gently, uh, ask the Lord to give you grace to be identified with the Lord. Every individual, uh, just, just think, one day, one day, Uh, And I don't think it's going to be long. The Lord is going to return for his own and take us to be with him in heaven. And are you going to be ashamed of the Lord in heaven? Are you going to be ashamed to say, you know, the the Lord saved this old sinner? Are you going to be ashamed to say that? Oh, my friend, ask the Lord for grace to take your place as a sinner. And that's who the Lord says, whom the Lord saves. Christ came to seek and to save. Lost sinners, ungodly sinners, my friend. And that's what we are if we'd admit it, if we just admit it. And uh, so let's go back. And uh, look, you can believe the word in your mind and think you're saved and never bring down the criticism of Christ-hating individual, but you cannot believe God's word, become identified with Christ, take your place as a child of God, and bring down the hatred of the world upon you, the religious world. Religious world cares nothing for the old trailblazer did you did you understand that yes sir i have criticism from the religious world i had a man call me not long ago and want to know what what we preach here and what's the thrust of our ministry and i began to tell him about the how that we were preached the fundamentals of god's word the old divines how they preached and taught and he listened for a moment he said you must be a calvinist and hung up the phone on me well, my friend, I don't know Mr. Calvin. I never knew him. I've read after him a little bit. I know he preached the gospel. I know he preached that man must be awakened and to his lost condition and uh, brought to before the Lord ever save him. And uh, I guess that's what he's talking about. Then Abraham stood gazing upon the sacrifice here the, the, the sheep, the heifer, and the ram, and the goat, and the pigeon, and the turtle dove. And uh, here was Abraham gazing upon those sacrifices. If you sinner today, lost sinner, would just gray, gaze upon Christ. Gaze upon him, my friend. Take time out. You know we live, in, we live in too big a hurry, don't we? We're always in a hurry. We hurry to get to the store. We're in a hurry to get back. We hurry to leave church. We can't, can't stand to sit in church for an hour. We can't stand to do this. We're always in a hurry. But listen, there was Abraham. Like I said, it's the end of the week now. We're just taking a little time, slowing down a little bit, and maybe, maybe, uh, maybe the the grace of God will settle in upon your heart and mine while we're here. The fowls came by; the carcasses were laying out there, laid out there in the cool of the evening. The fowls came by, and Abraham drove them away. Oh, my friend, many times when the sinner believing the word of God comes to christ looking upon the sacrifice look what comes doubts and fears just like those birds of prey can you see that picture do you, you, you ever have doubts and fears believer do you oh my friend my friend I, I i know the lord uh gives us grace but how many times we we fear the scripture says fear not fear not and i've told you how the lord gave me that gracious verse Early on in my ministry he said, Certainly I'll be with you. Oh trailblazer. Oh trailblazer, I'll be with you. Pastor Pendoris, I'll be with you. Mm, you can lean up on me. I can, I can. The Lord is never the Lord has never forsaken me. No, no. The Lord has always given me a, a word to say of comfort to some individual or the truth to some individual. But listen, listen, how the sinner cries out against those unbelief. Lord, I do believe. Help thou my unbelief. Have you ever prayed that prayer? Drive these doubts away, Lord. Drive them away, Lord. Let me be, let me, let me, let me show folks that I'm not fearful. Let me, let me take a stand for the Lord. Can you do that, my friend? It's the cry of every sinner as he stands gazing upon the Lord. Now, before God could give Abraham the assurance and a sure footing, he had to see himself as he was. It says, and when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham, Abram. And lo, and horror of a great darkness fell upon him. He was made to see his totally depraved condition, his utter helplessness and hopelessness. There, with the evening sun casting its fading beams upon him, a deep sleep fell upon him and the horror of darkness. Abraham never got away from that hour. He saw the awfulness of his condition. Abraham was a sinner, my friend, just like you and I. We come into this world as a sinner. He saw how helpless and hopeless he was. Every sinner, you and I, before we ever get saved, come to what we call it, our wit's end. We don't know what to do. We don't know whether to go forward or come backward, but he comes to face the Lord to see his utter helplessness, his utter inability to save himself. And I have folks write me and call me, What can I do, Trailblazer? How can I get saved, Trailblazer? i tell you how. Fall at the feet of Christ, begging for mercy, crying for mercy. That old thief there on the cross, I call him old thief. I don't know how old he was, but he had done something terrible or he wouldn't have been crucified. And he had just got through railing on our blessed Lord calling him awful names, just like the other one did. But something happened. Now, you, you tell me what happened. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Jehovah God, settled in upon his heart and on his mind and upon his, his psyche, if you will. He began to see. My friend, let's just face facts. It's not mysticism. It's facts. I asked you to throw away all your vain imagination. Throw away all those things. And just look, this thief, this crook, this criminal was nailed to the cross just like the Lord was. And, and, and his heart was opened to see himself. He saw his, he saw he was guilty. And he asked the other man, said, uh, this man has done nothing amiss. Why? Why? Why are we railing against him? He's done nothing amiss. And he looked over there as far as he could cran his neck. And he said, Lord, remember me. When thou comest into thy kingdom, remember me. He saw that sign, the king of the Jews. Jesus, the king of the Jews. And he saw and he recognized by grace, through faith, just like Abraham did. Abraham come to see. It says he believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness sake. Oh, my friend, did you know we must have the righteousness of Christ to enter into heaven we have lots of folks whom I know that are scratching around, looking around, digging around, working around, trying to come up with a righteousness that the Lord will accept. And I tell you this morning, He will not accept anything from your hands. It's all filthy rags, my friend. Can't you just, can't you just relax and take, take hope? The old Trailblazer is bringing you God's message that Christ died for sinners. I'm not setting forth some criteria that you have to meet, you have to attend services and all of those things. No, you may never darken the door of a church in your life. Out there somewhere, uh, in a life, lived a life of sin last night, in a gutter, maybe laying there in your own vomit from overloading your stomach with some strong drink, and the Lord comes to you just like he did that man there on the cross. Take, take hope, my friend. There's hope. I don't bring you doom and gloom. I never bring a message here in my auditorium, but what I hold out hope to those who are living in sin. Folks living in sin, I hold out hope to them. I I have hope that the Lord will awaken them, bring them. I don't want them to join this church. I don't want them to make a decision for Jesus. I don't want them to shake my hand. I don't want them to be baptized. I want them to be awakened to the fact that they need something in their lives. And what is that something? Christ, his blood to be shed abroad in their hearts, in their lives. Symbolic blood to be washed. Are you washed in the blood? Are you cleansed in that fountain of blood? Oh, my friend, the old trailblazer, he, surely I'm closing out the week service, but I don't want to leave you without telling you there's hope. There's hope for the hopeless, help for the helpless, my friend. That individual who can't wiggle a toe got, a, got his mind there in a nursing home somewhere. Turn to the Lord. That man there on death row up there at Angola in our state prison be, may be gonna be executed next week. Turn to the Lord. I don't believe in jailhouse religion. I've been in on court cases where the, the guy that was charged with murder and he brought a Bible in with him every day. You'd almost have to have a wheelbar to haul it in. It was so big. That's jailhouse religion, my friend. No, sir. We go to the jail. We preach Christ. We offer hope. Oh, but my friend. I I bring you hope this morning, tonight. Wherever you're listening, the old trailblazer over there in Northern Ireland, somewhere on that little old uh, station 840. There's hope, my friend. Call somebody over the back fence and tell them the old trailblazer uh, offers hope, hope in Christ. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Look, look, take take my yoke upon you. It's easy. The yoke of Christ is not a burden. It's not hard to serve the Lord, my friend. The Lord gives grace to fill all of those doubts and fears that you have. And he goes before us. Did you know the Lord goes before us? Time and time again, the Lord goes before us. How many times have I seen the the Lord, how he went before us? Went before us after the storm, Katrina. Went before us in building property here, buying property and building Didn't let us go into the wrong place, my friend. I see those things. And the greatest thing that we have is the providence of God, how he goes before us. By grace. By grace. Gives us faith to trust him, just like he gave Abraham. The scripture says Abraham believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. The Lord accounted it. The Lord said, Abraham, you believe. You believe my word, Abraham. Believe it and be saved. Just like I do, I hold God's Word up here in this little old studio, and I hold it up in my hand, and I say, here's God's Word. Oh, believe it and be saved. Disbelieve it and go to hell. My friend, I don't want you to go to hell. I don't want anyone. You want to go to hell? No. No, I've had folks tell me. I said, where are you going to spend eternity? In hell, with my friends, they don't know what they're talking about. They have no idea, my friend. One day, their, their teeth will gnash because they didn't believe God's word. Have you ever have you ever thought about your soul, my friend, as we go off the air? Can you can you just take this with you this morning? Have you ever thought about your soul, where it'll spend eternity? In that darkness of hell, falling, 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 falling. Oh, my friend, it's scared. It'll be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. The old Trailblazer uh asked you to pray for us day by day as we prepare for the Sunday services now. And you you pray for me. Write me. Let me know that you're listening. And then remember my mailing address. It's the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, radiomissions.org. Goodbye, and God bless you.